0: We read this morning Genesis 1 27 So God created man in his own image and the image of God created he, him male and female created he, them In this world of sinking sand. We need a foundation. And God's Holy Word is the only sure foundation. God's Holy Word is our authority on matters of faith and practice. We base our faith on the Holy Word of God, not opinion or culture, but on what God did say. We love the truth of God's Word. produced in the book of Genesis, specifically in the first several chapters of Genesis, are foundational for every believer. It helps us understand the rest of the Scripture and also helps us understand our purpose for being here on earth, for being created. So we see, first of all, so God created man. First of all, human beings were created by God. Man did not evolve out of uh, nor ascend from some lower form of life. We did not randomly uh, evolve from some subhuman or non-human ancestor. My ancestor is not an ape and nor is yours. You and I did not evolve from stardust or bacteria. God's holy word teaches us that God created us. And we thank God for our creator. So God created man in his own image. Human beings were created uh, in the image of God or in the likeness of God. This morning I'd like to consider what that means to be created in the image of God or in the likeness of God. And then consider some thoughts for application And as we often, when we think, especially around here, uh, understanding the Bible's teaching of holiness, uh, when we hear that we are made in the image of God, first off, we think of being made in the moral image of God. But certainly, it means more than that, and we will consider that this morning. An image is a representation or a depiction of something or someone. We were created to depict God or to portray, or to illustrate, to represent God. We were created to glorify God. And God is glorified by humanity's free choice to love Him and to serve Him. When the Scripture tells us that we're made in the image or in the likeness of God, it conveys similarity but not identical. We're made in the likeness of God. We are not God. We bear God's image, and that does not mean physical likeness. We know God is a spirit. He's not limited to body. Um, but God has uh, endowed us with some characteristics, certain qualities that resemble, resemble God, that are in his likeness. And in essence, God has stamped his image upon every human soul. So God created man in his own image, created he him, male and female created he them. We can also look at Genesis 5, 1 and 2, which reiterates this truth. This is the book of the generations of Adam, the day that God created man, in the likeness of God made he him, male and female created he them, and blessed them, and called, notice, their name Adam, in the day when they were created." The word Adam, the Hebrew word uh, Adam, actually means man or mankind. Uh, it means humankind. So we see that, and in fact, even as we speak this morning, we might refer, we might use the word man or mankind or humankind, and it always refers. in in Scripture, in this context, it refers to both male and female. Both were created. So God created man in His own image. That speaks of both. Uh, male and female. We see here that male and female are the two genders of Adam or of humankind. And God's intention from the beginning was that the two human genders, male and female, would be equal partners in life. But as we consider Friday night, the fallen man, when the first couple decided. The first created couple, Adam and Eve, decided to turn their backs on God and break their relationship with God. In turn, they broke the relationship with each other. And that's a reminder that uh, uh, often we see that reality when people turn their back on God and they break their relationship with God as an extension that affects all the other relationships. And if you find or somebody finds themselves in a broken relationship with other human beings, the best way... To repair those relationships is first repair our relationship with God. In the present day, united, uh, um, the, and while we cannot comprehend the Holy Trinity perfectly, we see that humanity right. is created in the image of God in the sense that we are relational. We see this in Genesis 2.18 when we read that, and the Lord God said, it is not good for uh, that the man should be alone, I will make him uh, help me for him. Of course, we see that he speaks there in, uh, of marriage, but... The truth that is revealed there is also that we are relational beings, that we need, we sense our need, our natural need for fellowship. We sense our need to be part of a group. The, the body of Christ is a living organism. God designed it that way. Christ is the head. And we sense our need. We desperately need one another. So even in this day of quarantines and distancing, Shout to those. Love is a choice. Genesis 2.7, we read that man was formed from the dust of the ground or from the soil of the ground. The word translated form there indicates a shaping by hand as a potter shapes the clay. And man in that sense is unique. Um, among all God's creation, man is not like any animals. I uh, mean, We are created unique in the sense that God breathed into the nostrils the breath of life, something that he did not do when he created animals. Man differs from all other animals because man, or mankind, humanity, has an eternal soul. Man is a compound being that comprises of a body and a soul, or an eternal soul. Solomon captured this uh, very well. Clearly in Ecclesiastes 12:7, when he said, Then shall the dust return to the earth, speaking of the body, as it was, and the spirit shall return unto God who gave it. So man has some distinct uh, characteristics. We were created in the image of God, and as such, we were made in, in his image with some characteristics that, that re- re- reflect God, that, that are uh, of his own nature. And then we'll go briefly through several. Man is a spiritual being and that he possesses an immortal soul. Uh, Man is a self-conscious being. He has awareness of self. Uh, Human beings have a capacity for self-evaluation or self-determination. In other words, we were not uh, pre-programmed or pre-wired with no choice of our own beings are made as intellectual beings. We're capable of uh, of and able to think and act on unlimited amounts of thoughts. Now, God thinks, and God has thoughts, and we know that God's thoughts are higher than our thoughts, but yet we are able as human beings to have an unlimited amount of original thoughts. That's different. This may be news to some, perhaps, uh, that Your dog or your cat doesn't sit around and contemplate the big questions of life. Like, why am I here? Where did I come from? Or what's the purpose of my life? Animals don't do that, but humankind does. That's because we are made in the image of God. Mankind is uh, an emotional being. We have uh, the capacity to feel and to express a variety of emotions. Man is a responsible being with the power of choice and action. Man is a creative being. We don't create like God creates. God created the entire world from nothing. He's spoken into existence. We're not able to do that, but using the, the things that God has created, the resources that God has placed in man's hands, man can create original combinations out of those materials. So we are creative beings. Human, human beings have a sense of order. We like order. An appreciation for beauty. Uh, human beings have the ability to speak. Ability for language. God is an intelligent being. He communicates and he's given us that ability. Obviously with the purpose of us communicating with him. A, a parrot can repeat noises. But a parent cannot produce intelligent thought and communicate intelligent thought initiative of, of its own, uh, but rather may repeat something a parent has heard. Human beings have the ability to communicate with God. Human beings have God consciousness, which means we are aware of God. We also have moral consciousness, which is an undeniable sense of right and wrong. There's something in us when there's a horrible crime or, or something uh, damaging or harmful done to another human being. There's something within us that cries out and says, That is wrong. That sense of justice is because we are created in the image of God. We are moral beings and that we are, have a capacity for holiness. And actually our ultimate happiness or satisfaction comes uh, is completely related to our moral choices. As we consider Friday night, Adam and Eve were created as moral beings with a righteous or holy nature, with an inclination towards doing right and, and towards pleasing God, but also because human beings were created with the ability to choose and to reason, uh, Adam and Eve chose to separate themselves from God and That holy nature that they were first created with was corrupt. So the image of uh, God in man has been marred by the fall, but it's still there in some degree. We still bear some characteristics of God, even in our fallen state. Yes, the the fall has corrupted our moral nature. That moral part of the image of God in us, that's been corrupted. That's the carnal nature that can be restored. You know, we, need, we cherish the truth, the Bible truth that tells us that we can be delivered from carnality. Answer, it is found. We were created, the Word of God teaches that man was created by God so that he might love, serve him, and glorify him, and enjoy him forever. You, you recall the account, I believe it's in Matthew 22, when the, some of the Pharisees went to Jesus, and, attempting to entrap him, and, and they asked them, is it right? To, to pay taxes, basically to render uh, tribute unto Caesar, and Jesus sa- asked them, "Bring me a coin." And they give him a coin, and he says, "Whose image is is stamped on this coin?" And they say, "Caesar's." So Jesus responded, and he says, "Rendered to Caesar's, but to Caesar what is Caesar, and to God what is God?" They marveled and left. They should have stayed there long enough for Jesus to say, whose image is stamped on your soul? Because we pay Caesar what is Caesar, and we give God what is God's. And that is our soul. And see, God believes said that all souls are mine. God said all souls uh, uh, are, are God's. Even as we read in Solomon's words in Ecclesiastes, that every soul will return back to God. He's our life giver. He is the life giver. So, we were created to glorify God. We were created for relationship. While we don't understand uh, fully why God made us, the scripture reveals several reasons. One of them is that God created us for a relationship or for fellowship. We have a capacity to love. Um, 1 John 4.16 says that God is love. And love requires an object, doesn't it? And mankind is the object of God's love and concern. How deep the Father's love for us. Very fitting song. Uh, God created the human race to love as as, a and race together, but also as to love us individually. Just like a husband and wife decide to have a child so that they can have an additional person to love, God was complete in in himself as the Godhead of the Holy Trinity, but God chose to create us in his own image to love us. God created us for for a relationship, a pure relationship, And that relationship can only be... uh, God will never compromise. He cannot mix with sin. But God designed humanity for a relationship. And we see this carried out throughout the Bible. Enoch walked with God. Noah walked with God. Job walked with God. We see Abraham walked with God. Abraham had a covenant relationship with him. The, the, The patriarchs, the prophets, the apostles, the early church. You and I are called and have the privilege to enter into pure holy relationship with him. We were designed for an intimate relationship with our Creator. There's a as it's been said, there is a God shaped hole inside of us that nothing in this world can fill. Only the love of God can fill it. So throughout the Bible we see God's concern, love and concern for humanity. We see God's love, passionate love. For the human race, we heard a beautiful message last night on the love of God. We see that God continually comes to his creation. There's, uh, when it comes to God, uh, theologians use these the words. One of them is transcendent, which means that God is outside of the creation. And he has to be in order to create everything. He's is not dependent on the creation. But also God is imminent, meaning He's within His creation. He comes to us. He enters His creation. He sends His Holy Spirit to come along us, to comfort us, to lead us into truth, to lead us to Christ, to lead us to redemption, to lead us to salvation. We thank God that He has a a deep concern for every one of us. Jesus, when He taught the Lord's Prayer, the model prayer, introduce to the Jews and to all of us uh, the truth that, uh, that we can approach God as our Heavenly Father, our Father, which are in heaven. So, a few thoughts for application this morning, in light of the truth that we are created in the image of God. All human beings have intrinsic value. ethnicities, male and female, physically ill, mentally ill, born, unborn children. Every human life has intrinsic intrinsic value because every life has been created in the image of God. God has stamped stamped His image on every human life. Every life is valuable to God and must be preserved and honored. This is the truth that we must Genesis 9.6 Whoso sheddeth man's blood by, man's, not by man shall his blood be shed. God valued life. But he gives that reason here why every life is valuable. And that reason is for in the image of God made He man. We are valuable. Every life is valuable simply because we are God's children. Because he made us and he loves us. So, uh, the truth we can apply is how we view and treat other human beings. Uh, 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 the, the Bible has a lot to say about that. The greatest commandments are what one is to love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second is to love our neighbor as ourselves. James in 3, chapter 3, verse 8 through 10 it says, but the tongue, speaking of the tongue, how we speak to people also includes treating can no man pain, it, is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. There, therewith bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. Made out of the uh, made after the similitude means similitude is likeness of God. Out of the same mouth proceeded blessing and cursing, my brethren. God's love and salvation is imparted unto us. He fills us or infuses us with His love. And it's spontaneous. Everyone, every human being as a born-again uh, Christian that has been delivered from his sin and has experienced the love of God, uh, imparted, uh, infused into our hearts and in our lives, it is spontaneous to just love everybody. One other application this morning is the self-image how we view ourselves some have a hard time believing that God really loves them for various reasons some may feel unlovable some may even think to themselves you know that God may love worthy people but he may love everyone else but God but God knows what I successful or how not successful. How talented you are or how artistic, how outgoing or how shy. It doesn't matter. God has given us every ability and talent that we have if we have any. And yes, we all do have some characteristics. No matter how we view ourselves. Because we we have worth because God made us. No matter how pretty we feel or attractive, no matter how old or how young we are, how useful, you know, if we're past our prime, whatever that may mean, Uh, if you're a senior saint or a young child, God loves us all the same. If you're uh, the, the individual that's in a retirement home, God loves them just the same. The individual watching the service at home. Or sitting here is loved equally by God. God loves us just as we are, but He invites us into pure personal relationship with Him. No matter how hurting or broken you may be this morning, God loves you. And He's reaching out to you. He loves us so much, He doesn't leave us in that condition, whatever condition we find ourselves in. He heals us. He heals the human soul. He saves. He forgives. And gives a brand new start because of the sacrifice on Calvary of Jesus Christ. So this morning we have the privilege to pray, whether we are here or in our homes, and to kneel before God again and and say, Lord, I'm reminded that I was made in the image of God, that I was created to love you, to glorify you. And I'm reminded that you're glorified by my free choice to love you and to serve you. Therefore, I choose house.